As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. zombie episode two where we talk about warriors warriors are entrepreneurs small business owners just individuals that are trying to lead their tribe into uh, into the unknown and, and forage through and the, the zombie aspect of that is basically we're all kind of fighting against things and I think this is going to be an interesting episode because we are dealing in uh, well in my book which will come out not too distant future, uh, the zombie apocalypse. We're going through a lot of things. Yeah, so. we are. And so the first thing I want to do is kind of do a check-in with the audience and check in with Rob. And we'll get a little bit into Rob's background, but he is a, an amazing person, somebody who's helping me with the podcast, but also has a, an awesome story, and we'll get into that in a second. But where are you with this coronavirus thing, Rob? I mean, this is, I can't get into this discussion because it's like everywhere I look. And so tell me a little bit about what you think about that. All right, so this, <laughs> my, my, my opinion may be a little unpopular, so I'll, I'll apologize in advance to your audience. I think there's a lot of mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it cracks me up, you know, being a retired police officer slash detective. I get to see behind the curtain a lot sure. of things. You know, I was a counterterrorism detective for two years, mm-hmm. and uh, as part of my, uh, I did a lot in police work. I saw a lot that most people would never get to see, and there's a reason why we don't let you guys see everything, <laughs> because the the public at large cannot handle it. Sure. Like if they knew a lot of the stuff that happened behind the scenes, they would be in a constant state of panic. And so there's a lot that happens, uh, national security threats. Uh, you know terrorists trying to kill people, uh, a lot of bad things that go unreported mm-hmm. because we don't want the sheeple, uh, and, I, and I say that with the most respect possible. You know, well, I a, call them zombies, so yeah, actually, zombies. you know, that's that's kind of the same thing, moving forward without your own integrity. 
with somebody else's fear manipulation or intention to get their way. They they just don't understand, and they mm-hmm. they 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 walk through all day to day life assuming nothing bad is ever going to happen to me, mm-hmm. and they ultimately set themselves up to become a victim. But when things happen that are out in the out into the public and the media starts whipping it all into a frenzy, what we see is is we see a pandemic, right. a global pandemic now, and people you know freaking out and going out there, and, and so I, I I put a post today this morning I put a post on social media just to say I refuse to live in fear. And, and uh, you know, things happen all the time, and it doesn't mean it's going to happen to you. And so one of my friends puts on there, and he goes, well, what if you get COVID-19? And I'm like, well, I'm thinking in my mind, what if I get struck by lightning walking into my car? You know, what if an earthquake hits? You know, more people get killed in crosswalks than, than will ever be killed by COVID-19. But we're not outlawing crosswalks. I just think it's, I think it's silly. I think we need to be responsible. We need to, you know, wash our hands, do all that stuff, which we should have been doing anyway, yeah. and, and and it will work itself out. I mean, I'm sure you've had a virus in your life. Oh yeah, and actually, I've been in my journey in different types of public settings where you're encountering people all the time, and and so I had to learn very early on why I kept getting sick was because I shook my hands and shook people's hands and mm-hmm. didn't bother to wash them before I managed to touch my face or whatever, and then next thing I know, I was sick because I'm exposed running networking groups and all that stuff and being exposed people, you kind of learn that. The um, the thing I think that has gotten people a little bit freaked out is the fact that, um, at least as it's currently portrayed, is that um, you can go along without any symptoms and, and be asymptomatic, but yet be carrying it. And I think that's what freaks people out and what's probably enabling them to keep us away from each other in the social distancing conversation. Yeah, and that could be the same for hepatitis, that could be the same for HIV, that could be the same for a whole lot of a uh, host of other things. Here's what, what boggles my mind. So there's this thing called the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And say so what in the whole idea behind the law of attraction, I call it really it's just prayer. Mm-hmm. But some people who don't believe in God, they call it law of attraction. But anyway, it's it's about focused intent, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you, are you familiar with your RAS filter? Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so, so, so. a RAS filter is, is something in your brain. So when you tell your brain to look for something, like for example, if you're driving home right now listening to David's show, focus on white Hondas. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden now you'll see tons and tons oh, of white Hondas. Oh, reticular activating system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, RAS. So, RAS. Okay, RAS I, just did, I just never called it RAS. I just, okay. Okay, so I yes. understand reticular activating. Okay, and so and so you, you get what you focus mm-hmm. on. And so when you focus on negativity, it, it draws it to you. And, and it, it may have been there all along, but now you're noticing it more, and now you're freaking out more. And so now that's why these people are grossly overreacting. There's, there's two mindsets in, in the world. There's a mindset of scarcity, and there's a mindset of abundance. Mm-hmm. And see, the scarcity people are the ones that are buying up all the toilet paper and buying up all yeah, the... Can yeah, can you help me with that? How, how, I mean, I, got, I was out of town for a week. Uh, in Washington State, for all people who want to really freak out. Yeah. Um, and um, I got back and I forgot to get toilet paper um, before I left. And literally yesterday, another day, I went to the store thinking, I'll just pick up a pack of toilet paper because I've got one roll left in the house. Wow. And there was literally none. Thank God I have friends, and yeah. somebody brought me a pack of toilet paper to uh, a meeting that I had yesterday on Monday evening. 
but uh, so is that that's just the, the panic thing, the fear-based. Oh my gosh, are we going to be? You know, am I going to be holed up in here and not have access to? It, it cracks me up. So like I these <laughs> friends of mine, like, and you know who you are. Yes. You're on social media and you're posting pictures of empty shelves and you're posting yeah, all this stuff and, and like, okay, listen, walk around the rest of the restaurant or the rest of the you know shopping center and the aisles are full of other food. Maybe you don't have what you want, but it's not like you're gonna die. There's plenty of food. You can still go to a freaking drive-thru and right. buy a hamburger. Like, calm <laughs> down. And so when I see these people freaking out, I'm like, you're part of the problem. Yeah. And like one of my friends, like, uh, who, uh, they'll probably see this email. I'll get a nasty email. <laughs> they they message me on Facebook. Well, you're, you're if you're not worried about this, then you're being irresponsible. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between being scared and being responsible. Sure. I, I will be responsible, but I refuse to live in fear. God yeah. says don't live in fear. I'm not going to live in fear. Yeah. Well, I uh, I think we're more aligned than we realize, but. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not offended. I'm, I'm certain that there, somebody in one of our audiences will, will find something. You know, that, you know, anytime you take a position on anything, the trolls pop out, and that's part of the, or or maybe the zombies right. that are that are because we're all infected. By the way, I'm not suggesting that I'm not a zombie. I mean, I have my own uh, bad habits and things that I that I went through that I have to overcome on a daily basis. So, well, we all have that. It's just a matter of you know putting things in priority, and I, I think. Because what happens if we start freaking out, then you, you, you spread spread fears faster than any virus mm-hmm. on planet Earth. And so the fear gets active and it just makes people do things they wouldn't normally do. So anyway, let's 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 move on. And um, I was just getting ready to kind of take a break, but I wanted to kind of segue um, back to this. But you've obviously gotten some of the strength of your your faith and your ability to deal with things uh, that are confronting you today mm-hmm. and will confront you in the future based upon the way you dealt with those situations as you were going through your journey up to this point. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the threats, zombies, things you've overcome in your journey, anything, you know, or, or just tell me what you what would what would be that when we come back, okay? Let's Absolutely. let's take a quick break. Sure. Many years ago, be thankful for the days, good and bad, out on life's road. But the miles become the teacher, while the student learns real slow, traveling blind most of the time. Wherever you go It's not the getting there It's the journey Every day It's not a race to see is warrior versus zombie and uh, we are live on the podcast and having a a good time here we just talked about COVID-19 the coronavirus and the spirit of fear and the spirit of faith and the differences there and as a as a warrior and again I 
haven't known you that long, but what I've learned about you is you truly are a warrior and have been so in many aspects of your life, with your family, with your career. Tell me a little bit about that. How, how, how have you gotten to where you're at right here? So it's all about perspective. Okay. See, like, um, you know, being a police officer was great training mm-hmm. for life, but, uh, but I had training early on on how to deal with adversity because I grew up in a household that was not smooth and was not pleasant. I had uh, siblings that had substance abuse problems, okay. and so uh, there was turmoil on a daily. And so, what you know, people are like, well, man, you had all this turmoil going on, yeah, okay, but the turmoil was a blessing. And they go, what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? And then I get involved in law enforcement, and you talk about seeing carnage and seeing negativity every day. It's rape, murder, theft, you know, battery, you know, and and just people getting choked and stabbed and stolen, and so. And I would come home and people like, my God, like, why are you always so positive? I said, because I know what the other side looks like. Mm -hmm. I have perspective Mm -hmm. where most of you don't. Uh, Most of your listeners don't because they walk around life thinking that nothing bad is going to ever happen to them. And once they hit a little hiccup, they go, oh, my God, and then they can't handle it because they've never had to deal with it. And so I think uh, those that turmoil, the negativity that the world throws at you is a blessing. Because it gives you perspective and it makes you realize when you do have it good and when things are going well, how you, you should really appreciate that and be thankful because there's a lot of people out there. I tell people all the time. I used to run into people who were uh, I was on a crime scene and they were taking their last breath. I, I've watched people die. I've seen it multiple times I and mean, I've showed up and I remember thinking to myself, I was going, man, I wonder if this dude knew he was going to die today. Wow. Or I wonder if this woman knew that. You know, she was going to get rear-ended and pushed into a vehicle and practically chopped in half, and I had to watch her pass away in front of me because they, they were probably just coming home from work. Right. You know what I mean? And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to cook dinner, and then <coughs> this happens, right? Wow. And so what it made me Definitely come home and go, man, we are the luckiest people on planet Earth <laughs> because, you know, like my – God forbid she's going to kill me if she hears this. I have a sister who, sure. who loves to complain. Mm-hmm. And she called me one day when I was at work, and she was just about this thing. She got into an argument with someone, some you know, some person, and I was having to listen to it. And I, and I said, uh, I said, do you know where I'm at right now? She's like, no. I said, I'm at work. She goes, okay, well, so what's up at work? I'm actually sitting in a garage, and I just cut down a, a female who'd hung herself. She's laying right over here to my left. And inside the house right now, there's two kids whose life is completely ruined because oh they came home from school mm-hmm. and mom had left a note on the counter and said, hey, I'm whatever you do, don't go in the garage. Now, you're 12 and 10 years old. What are you going to do? Go in the garage. They go in there and mom's swinging, deceased, oh call 911. I said, tell me again how bad your day is. And so that's when I it really I'm like, I'm very lucky. Wow. I'm very blessed. Because I've, I've, I've seen it, man, and I've had to touch it, smell it, deal with it, and a lot of people haven't, and that's why they like get <laughs> sidetracked by small hiccups. So you ask me how? Mm-hmm. Perspective. Wow. I mean, that's so powerful because I, I think a lot of times when we experience even what people are experiencing right now, which is in some cases when you look at the stock market or mm-hmm. you look at you know a lot of different things, Things have never been this bad, right? I yeah. mean, and and the reality of it is, they have Maybe many not times, many times, <laughs> not many times a day, many thousand, you know, for for somebody. And right. the fact is, 
we're blessed. We have a reason to feel abundance. And uh, that perspective, that uh, ability to limit and not dwell on the negative and move on, move forward is something that you seem like you've mastered in your own life, at least to a, to a degree better than many. One of my favorite quotes, David, is the fish is the last one to notice the water hmm. because they're in it. And they don't even have a concept of what water is. They just swim around, right? It's just normal for them. And they don't understand it because that's all they know. I like dealing with people who are immigrants to the United States or people who've gone through adversity to get here because they have perspective. They appreciate what they have. Here. So why is, it, why is it that a person will put their body on a raft, risk their life to get here, work their face off and become a multimillionaire, but someone who's born and raised in the United States have his professional job of bitching and complaining <laughs> most of the time, you know, about, yeah. oh, this is not perfect. Like, give me a break, man. People are dying to get here and it, because they have perspective. And so the, fi the fish are the last one to notice the water because they're in it, and this is so normal and so comfortable to them that when adversity comes their way, they don't know how to handle it. And I think mm -hmm. that's – that you got to put yourself in a perspective where you can go out and see the world a little bit. When you come home, you'll really appreciate where you live. Yeah, I, I that there's a ton of truth in that. In fact, everything that I've, I look at everything that it, when it happened to me in my life or on my journey, that was at the time seemed like the worst thing that could possibly happen. And now with the perspective of history, I look back and realize that I couldn't have done a lot of things it was not the worst thing that happened because frankly the things that I learned the things that I the water that I didn't see when things were good mm -hmm. now I know number one that I can get through it and number two I learned some stuff that when the next one comes I mean I got caught personally in the 2008 crash yeah me too and um, and the okay so we have okay. something in common there yeah and it sounds kind of silly with the COVID-19, what we're dealing with now, but it's it actually I'm in better shape to deal with the market changes and everything else here. Not necessarily because I was I'm massively smarter, but I know that this too will pass. I have faith that, you know, that God's still on the throne, if you can, if I can say that that way. Yeah. And um, we're going to make it through. Well, you know, 08, right? Mm -hmm. It was a big deal for a lot of people. I lived in Nevada. Oh, wow. We were the foreclosure capital of the United mm -hmm. States. I hadn't done anything wrong. I just got, I was a victim of bad timing. Mm -hmm. I had a good job, hard worker, police detective, had my uh, my house. The market was shooting up like this in 06. Things were just ridiculous. You, mm -hmm. I, I had a townhouse. I, I, was, I was tacking a, a for sale sign in my front yard. I was for sale by owner. I was mm -hmm. not on the MLS. I was hammering a stick into the, the ground a car drives up and goes i'll buy it i go what if, how much he goes whatever you have on the sign you just got to promise me you're not going to sell it to anybody else i said we'll bring you back uh, an, uh well, whatever that check they give you i can't remember what's called yeah that check that holds the, you know, the property mm -hmm. earnest money, earnest money right. and i said yeah bring me an earnest check for five grand he goes the bank comes back 10 minutes later and gives me an earnest check and i'm like and I'd sold my condo, and I made a nice little chunk of money. So, oh, shoot, man, I'll just – I'll go buy another one, which mm -hmm. I did. And I, I thought, I'll, I'll buy two. 
Because right, I'll get an investment property because this is going to go so well. This is ridiculous. I'm like, man, I am so smart. And now I have a, my primary residence. I have an investment property. And everything was going like this. And then the market tanked. Hmm. And my house went from, it was worth less than half what I paid for it. And I had two of them. And so I lost everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people go, well, why me? You know, and um, I look back now because that, it made me start thinking outside the box. It made me think, well, maybe, you know, my police career is great. Don't get me wrong. I love being an officer and a detective and all that stuff. I said, but I need to have a backup plan in case. Right. So I got, I started a side hustle, right? Mm-hmm. Within, and th- like within three and a half years, my side hustle was paying me six figures. Wow. So I had my police salary. I had my little, you know, six figure side hustle and things were going really well. And then it would allow me the, the, I guess the option, because most people don't have those, mm-hmm. the option to retire early, which I did. So I punched out 13 years ahead of schedule, moved my family to Texas. That was five years ago, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people go, man, that was horrible. You lost your house. You lost everything. I said, yeah, but I got freedom. Right. You know, for five years, I had a boss. I had to answer to nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, had I just stayed there, I mean, who knows? I'd probably still be a police officer today. Had 08 not happened. I can almost guarantee you I'd probably still be an, a police officer in Nevada. Right. You know, and I look back now, last year. And I wouldn't know you. So this Correct. Would, I mean, that would be a real loss for me. Yeah. So. I mean, last year in Henderson, where I worked, there were eight or nine police-involved shootings. Wow. And who's to know, like, it, it couldn't have gone really bad. So I think God has a plan a long time ago. I, I had never done a podcast. I never sat in front of a microphone. I was a police officer. But he had a plan uh, that was bigger than mine. And so sometime when you get those curveballs, that's just God throwing you a little reminder that he needs you to nudge into a different direction. Listen to him. That's a great, great way to end this segment. Let's let's come back to the segment. I want to talk to you a little bit about kind of where you are right now and, and where you want to go with uh, the things that you're doing now. With And you mentioned podcast. You mentioned your side hustle, if that's still happening. And what you got going and anything else you want to share with it. I, this is this is an, an incredible uh, journey already for me. So I'm uh, excited to get to know you a little bit better. Awesome. So Thanks. Let's uh, go to the. Uh... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I was worth more than the gold It's not the getting there When you get there, you'll know Funny how wisdom and youth Are always two different games 
the years flew by so fast Is the common human complaint The memories in our minds Turn to diamonds in our soul We're back here, Warrior versus Zombie, and we're having a great, great conversation on everything from coronavirus to the 2008 crash to abundance to scarcity to, gosh, we've covered a lot of ground here, Rob. Let me, let me get this all the way down here so we can talk. I want to hear what you have to say, because where you're at now has already been a blessing to me uh, with the whole podcasting but I know there's more to that story and how you got into this it wasn't like part of the plan and I know that uh, you're blessing other people with things that you've learned and going through this and you're still you know building your main business and all this kind of stuff so tell me a little bit about that man I got so much going on (laughs) it's hard to keep track sometimes like my mom's like you're doing you're starting another business I I can't help it I just I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I'll tell you. So I, I started a side hustle while I was a detective, out of necessity. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if I hadn't been thrown into the under the bus like I was, that would have never happened. And because I was having a good time, I was making good money, good benefits. Um, and but it forced me to start thinking like an entrepreneur, and that's what really changed me. You know, they say you you a formal education can make you a living, uh, a personal education can make you a fortune. And so I had given up on study in school when I got out of uh, out of traditional school, and I just stopped doing that. And then as a getting involved in direct sales, it really made me start pouring into the personal development. I started reading books and listening to audios. I shut off the damn TV and started focusing on good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and good advice right now, right? Yeah. And so I was literally feeding my brain as a, as opposed to just entertaining myself. And what it did, it changed me as a human being. Mm-hmm. And then I also started hanging around good, this is going to sound bad, good, clean, wholesome people. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're an undercover detective and you're hanging out with scumbags, and so you, you your, your perspective is different, right? Because right. I remember I'm swimming around in that water, and that's mm-hmm. all I know. I started hanging around spiritual people and good people, and I actually got saved at a business convention, mm-hmm. you know, like call it seven or eight years ago. Wow. So it's been that, that it's recent. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. been relatively recent. And so it, it really changed me as a human. Like the, the dude you know today and the guy that I was eight years ago, completely different people. Like it was different. Every other word out of Rob's mouth was an expletive and mm-hmm. I was drinking and, and it, it, was, it, was, it was bad. Mm-hmm. And, and not that I was a bad person. I was just, I was in my, my fishbowl, right? right? And I didn't, rea- I didn't realize. And so I, I got saved. Uh, I became a better father. Became a better husband. I became more motivated than I've ever been, and I was in my 40s. Wow! And I'm like, man, I'm gonna go take over the world. Mm-hmm. And so that got me to change my perspective. And from there, I've, I've just my eyes opened up to opportunities. So whenever I see it, I, I grasp it. So I, I had a I was a guest on a podcast a little over two years ago, and I was just doing this. I was an interviewee, mm-hmm. and I, the guy goes, man, you should do your own show. And I said, eh, I don't really want to do that. I thought about it. I'm here to tell you right now, if you're in sales and you don't have your own podcast, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to start my own show just as a, 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 a hobby. I had right. no idea that it would ever take me anywhere. No clue. But what it did is it started to open up so many doors and brought me so much more opportunity, more than I would even plan for. 
and and so now it's gotten to the point where you know I have I have a, a studio that I actually built for me but it sat here empty so that you know what I'll rent it out and so there, there's a little income that comes it's very little by the way but by the time we cover our overhead and all that it's very little but sure. it's a way that I can give it back and, and bless others mm -hmm. you know and so I, I didn't see that that coming and again we get back to that whole tug that God's gonna pull on your on your heart right like right. he'll tug you in certain ways because he's got a blessing for you and I, I can think of the analogy David like you ever see that that meme or that picture online where it shows a little girl and she's got a teddy bear behind her back, mm -hmm. and and it's and it's got like God and he's got this this no no she's holding the little teddy bear and God's standing in front of her and he's got a huge teddy bear behind his back, mm -hmm. and she's like no but I love my I love my bear, and the whole idea is because we don't want to let go of the right. little bear because we don't it's comfortable sure, but you got to get uncomfortable to get that big prize, and so I would challenge you to get uncomfortable. And yeah. and so that's what I, I've been diving towards uncomfortable lately. Every chance it comes my way. Like I had these two young men approach me and they wanted they were a virtual reality company and they mm -hmm. wanted to they were building video games. And I said, Have you ever considered using your talents to train the police? And they're like, No. I said, Well man, you realize the opportunity that's there? Yeah, for sure. And so it was just an idea. We took the idea, we entered it into the big idea competition at U T Dallas right. uh, two years ago. Mm -hmm. And we won the whole thing. Wow. 264 companies were you pitching. you guys won? First place. Wow. We won $30,000 in prize money. We took that money, uh, formed a corporation now. We have clients like the United States Air Force. We just onboarded Colleyville Police Department. We just onboarded the Collin County Sheriff's Department. We're in the process. Uh, we're in contract negotiations with NYPD. Wow. We're in contract negotiations with Department of Homeland Security. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? So this has exploded, and it was this was a byproduct of, I, I as I understood it, and you know, kind of looking as a conversation where you were doing a podcast mm -hmm. with somebody, and they were talking about like we're doing. They were talking about their stuff, and after or during the con, you know, you said, "Have you ever?" And that that idea came out of that. One hundred percent. Which is amazing because that's exactly um, when you're moving. And you're going forward. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that is probably a good message for this very point in time: is no matter what you do, even if you're taken off of your main game, or you can't get out of your house or whatever, there's something that you can do, right? And the opportunities will appear if you're as you're moving forward. And that's obviously one of the things you figured out. And Seems like it's pretty consuming. <laughs> it's been unbelievable. Uh, you can't script this stuff, man. You can't make it up. And then so like that's going along, right? Mm -hmm. And God has these crazy plans. And so I did. I, I killed it in direct sales. Like mm -hmm. I was a one percenter. Right? And mm -hmm. I'm not saying that to be boastful. Please don't take this the wrong way. I, I find out when you add hard work to almost anything in life, you right. will win. Mm -hmm. You will win because you, you can beat skill. You can beat speed, but you cannot beat persistence. Right. You just can't. And I, what I lacked in skill, I made up for in numbers. And I was just relentless. And so I get I get a phone call recently. One of my personal mentors, uh, a guy by the name of Danny Bay, mm -hmm. Google that name, spells it B-A-E. Um, Danny contacted me and he goes, hey, I'm going to start my own company. I'm going to be expanding this thing pretty aggressively. It deals with virtual reality. Mm -hmm. I'm like, shut up. 
I'm already doing that. <laughs> I'm already doing virtual. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, well, you know, ground floor opportunity it might be something for you. Maybe not. And so I got on the phone with him, uh, chatted for a little bit. I flew to Vegas and met with him. And uh, so that company is going to be launching in the U.S. probably sometime in April. Like I needed more stuff to do. Right. I got more stuff coming. And, and uh, if I didn't. So is this another VR company around the same it's Concept a totally different totally animal. Different now this market is or whatever. No, this is a different animal. So this is. I'll think of it like this: personal growth platform. Mm -hmm. Like 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 you and I can go listen to audios from Jim Rohn and and, sure. and you know Les Brown and all of our yeah, favorites, right? We can go do all that. But what if I could go sit down with him, right next door, and be talked? Have you ever done virtual reality? Yeah, I've, I've done some of it, but not nearly enough, probably. So think of it like masterclass. Like you can go to masterclass.com. And you can pay a couple hundred dollars and get a private lesson from Steve Martin on how to do stand-up comedy. Sure. But think of that in virtual reality. So instead of just being an audio recording, you're sitting down with the dude. And he's like here with you like this. So is it interactive like it's, this too? Yeah, or is, it's, or it's not as interactive, but it's, it's a, a quality content that's immersive. Hmm. And it's, you, you will capture 40% more in a VR environment than you will in a 2D environment. Okay. Because you're immersed. Like right now, there's a lot of distractions, right? There's light. They, they, they right. In VR, it's different. You're very focused, tunnel vision, right? Mm -hmm. Not only that, think of it like this. You can put the headset on and go to a concert and sit front row live. Go to a, a major pay-per-view event, sit front row live. Or you could even do what they call, I think it's called experience before you purchase, augmented reality, mm -hmm. where you can say, I wonder how that watch is going to look on my wrist. And now it pops up on your wrist. And you can go shopping and try on clothes and put a couch in your living room when it's not really there and and then you can shop online so it's it's uh, something that's never been done before in direct sales and they're probably going to be launching sometime in april so super excited wow. about that as well that sounds pretty cool i guess i want to get some more information on yeah that. That yeah so i got a lot going on you know the but podcasting is is a, a hobby that has paid me dividends i don't even call it a hobby now i call it a blessing and so for people out there if you're considering doing your own show i would challenge you get uncomfortable and it doesn't have to be Rob Griffin studio. I don't care what studio you're in. Sure. Just go find someone that's not going to rip you off because a lot of people out there are pretty shady. If you would like to consult with me later, I'll, I'll be happy to do that for you. And I'll point you in the right direction. You can even do a podcast in your living room mm -hmm. at your kitchen table for next to no money. So if you don't want a private studio, no problem. We'll st I'll still be willing to help you out. Well, uh, that's one of the things that I that I've already learned about you is you're very much willing to, to serve and help and Frankly, those are the people that I that I tend to gravitate towards, and they tend to gravitate towards me. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I definitely know that about you. Um, let's talk a little bit, and you know, before we land the plane here, just so you obviously bring something to the party. You you said you've got a lot of things going, mm. and you bring you you don't wouldn't have a lot of things going. I mean, I realize you're a hard worker, but you wouldn't have a lot of things going if there wasn't value that those people that you've encountered on your journey receive. What, in, in, and I'm not looking for you to be humble. What, what is it about you, Rob Griffin, serial entrepreneur, mm -hmm. that attracts your ideal client, partner, whatever you want to call it? What, what is it about you? Just what would you say? Man, that's a, that's a hard one to I answer, know. but I would tell you, I think one of the reasons why that I've I've been able to build relationships the way that I have is I'm just real, mm -hmm. and you don't get a lot of fluff from me. And you may not like the answer, but it's going to be true. Mm -hmm. And I speak from the heart. And I think so many people are full of crap. 
<laughs> and they're and, and we're so guarded yeah. because we're so used to it that when we find someone that's just real, mm-hmm. at first it's a little off putting. Then you realize, oh man, this this guy's really right. really like this. If he says it's good, it's good. If he says it's yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there's some there's a lot of power in that. And I think it's just being real with people and, and being respectful and, and um, I would just say the pay it forward mentality. Yeah, I see that. I don't always I don't care if I like oh my god, my wife's gonna get mad. Um, she always tells me you're too nice. You're too nice. You're too mm-hmm. nice. You're too nice. And I have friends of mine. You're too nice. And I and I've been taken advantage of a lot. Oh sure. Because I'm too nice. And I say, you know what? That's one I'll wear to the grave. If I have a headstone, which I probably won't, because I'll probably get cremated. But if they had to put a little message on mine, he was too nice. And I'm okay with that. That was gonna say that's that's not a bad label to have. Mm-hmm. I I I actually have a couple of mentors in my own life and. I constantly get advised that I give away too much, and mm-hmm. I do, you know. But I decided in 2005 to not just make money, but make a living, make a difference. Mm-hmm. And, and if that's your first priority, which it appears to me that it's yours. So let me ask you one more thing, and then we're going to land the plane here. Sure. If anything were possible, I know you got a lot of stuff going, but if those all those flights come in and and you're now living your ideal day as a serial entrepreneur or whatever um what does that what does that look like what is, what uh, is your what is your if anything were possible well i've i've my why has evolved mm-hmm. quite a bit you know okay. my why in 08 was to get out of debt to get back into okay. home ownership and you know accomplish all that stuff uh, my why has evolved now my why is not even about me anymore it's more about my children mm-hmm. i may mean, have two boys at home right now i have a 16 year old and a 12 year old i just want them like I don't want them to dream of success or like, man, I, w- I don't want someone to have to teach them. I want them to look at my dad and go, because of him, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Like I want my actions and granted, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even close to where I want to be yet. Not even close. Right. I'm certainly a work in progress, but, but I want to be able to model success for them. That's what I want. Wow. And, and if, and if they can look at it and go, my dad did it, then I can do it. Then that, then I can rest easy. And I think once I can show them in that example and that I can let them rise up and be good men, good Christian men who take care of ladies and open doors and, and Do all the right they have stuff, manners yeah. and they're yeah. not like these, ugh, <laughs> don't get me started. Yeah. And, and then I will feel very confident going to see my maker knowing that I did a good job for them. Wow. And that's, that's clearly um, – I know the paying the bills and doing the other things are, are all things that become consuming for folks along the way, mm-hmm. but you now just gave me an answer that lets me know that you're playing an infinite game. You're looking beyond your lifespan and having impact beyond that, and I think that's kind of one of the secrets to success I find with most warriors that, uh, you know, because the zombies that are the bad habits, the things you have to overcome, the challenges, the hard work that you need, all those things the daily battles are going to be there. But if you're looking to something as powerful as where your children are mm-hmm. and being able to model that behavior and that they will go on with your vision or their vision aligned with where you're going, I can't think of a more powerful legacy to leave and a thing to do. And you're much too young to worry about legacy but mm-hmm. I think it's something that we probably could learn I could have learned earlier in my life too and that's one of the things with the song we're gonna 
we're going to play as we, we land the plane. What, before I do, though, I want to ask you one more thing. Sure. If it's okay. Yeah, of course. What one thing would you tell the Warriors listening to this podcast to do today? Oh, man. I would say em- embrace failure. And uh, don't be afraid to take the chance. Because so many people are scared to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the reason why we are where we are today is we, and I won't call it gambling. I would just say go out there. It's, not, it's okay to fail. Mm-hmm. Failure is your friend, you know. And, and if, cause if you don't get out of your comfort zone, what does it say? If, if, you, if, you, um, if you don't have your goals written down, if you don't have a detailed plan of where you mm-hmm. want to be five to ten years from now, congratulations, right. you're already there. Mm-hmm. And so I just say, don't be afraid to fail, man. You know, um, don't be afraid to do something crazy. I mean, what is it? Uh, Helen Keller said it best. She said, life is meant to be a, a, a wild or crazy thing or, or not lived at all. And I don't, I don't know I screwed that quote up, but Google it. Yeah. And because that's just the way I like, because once you've had a life-threatening illness and you've had a some bad situation happen to you and you realize, man, you know, I could have been taken out right there. Then you stop taking your days for granted. That's what I would tell you. Stop taking your days for granted. Hmm. Don't pretend like you have a thousand years to live because you do not. Live each day to the fullest. Amen. I've, that, that one's one that I definitely want to do. So, well, thanks, everybody, for joining us here on Warrior versus Zombie for on Facebook Live. You got to see some of my uh, miscues, but we had a lot of fun here and actually really amazing content, Rob. I'm really thankful that it I have you here and and uh, and and given us this advice, but live each day as if you don't have another. I mean, Correct. you know, make make the best of it. Embrace the challenges. We're all going through challenges today, but all I one of the big takeaways I have from Rob's message is we will make it through. That we have you know operate on faith, not fear, and uh, don't take for granted the days, which is the journey every day that's Amen. one of the theme songs of this uh, podcast so thank you guys again warrior versus zombie we'll be back next week and uh, we'll with another episode and uh, it's great having you here thanks for having me on the show dave thanks rob god bless guys time was worth more than the gold it's not the getting there When you get there, you'll know With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.